to another episode of Anchor Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course the music. This week, I'm joined by one of the best indie rock bands in Florida, Woolbright. Candice Maritato took some time to talk to me about her songwriting process, putting together the latest record, Busy Body, Lazy Bones, and her choice to open up about depression through music. We unpack the songwriting process, her favorite parts of the Florida music scene, and some of her favorite bands to follow. So with that, let's get into the interview with Candace now. super excited to be talking to you, Candice. How, yeah. How's it going over there? Pardon? I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm just like, there's this life's been crazy. Been going through a move. Um, there's like mold in the apartment I was living in. So I'm living, I'm at the house that's like the in-between. Before, mm-hmm. So it's been pretty crazy. Oh, wow. That is pretty <laughs> so, crazy. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It's all good though. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, hopefully you get everything smoothed out and you settled in soon. Um, you're over on the east coast of Florida, right? Yeah. Over in uh, South Florida, Davie. Nice. I haven't been over there yet, but uh, I've heard uh, there's so many good things about the scene over there and all the bands you play. Do you get to hop over around like Fort Lauderdale and Miami at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's like pretty much the main places we play if we play shows down here. Nice. Um, yeah, so Miami, we just recently played Gramps. It was fun there. I've never been there before at all, so that was super fun. Um, with the campaign expert timing and set time, it was really fun. So that's oh, cool. wow. That's so cool. Yeah, I managed to sneak up to the Orlando show for that little mini tour, so that's that seemed like it was such a great time. Yeah, it was fun. It was definitely really fun, and um, just I was really glad for it to happen two nights in a row, so yeah. 
Nice. I love it. Well, I want to start talking a little bit more about you and your involvement in music. Um, how did you get into first playing music? Playing music. I started playing guitar when I was nine. Um, my stepdad, he had guitars or he had, yeah, he had an electric and an acoustic. When I was like a little, like around five or six, I used to play on the bridge, like jokingly, like just like play with the strings. So around nine, I finally started showing some interest. Um, and yeah, so I started playing guitar and I started singing when I was 18. So or 17 or 18 in, in high school. And yeah, I, I was writing songs with guitar and I always wanted to sing, but I never did. I never felt comfortable. And then I finally started doing it. And, and yeah, so music's always been a big part in my life. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've music's been I'm trying to think of like specific bands. Like, Oh, I heard like, it's gonna sound really silly saying it, but like listening to Paramore when I was like, I don't know, in middle school, like got me really stoked and Linkin Park and Billy Talent and Blink-182 and stuff like that. So that got me really wanting to start a band. Yeah, that was like a really exciting, I feel like era of music, like the mid 2000s, early to mid 2000s, where it's like everybody oh, yeah. was so like energetic. And I, a lot of bands that I talked to, those are the sort of bands they reference. Like they loved seeing themselves, like especially with like non men, it's like seeing like Haley Williams out there doing yeah. it was extremely motivating. And like just the energy and like the fan culture that completely surrounded that like era of pop punk totally was just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. <laughs> so would you say like that those bands that you mentioned were kind of the ones that motivated you to begin like playing and writing for yourself or were there others? Um, definitely. I think the main reasons why I started writing, well, the main reason why I started singing was because of Paramore. Mm -hmm. uh, main reason why I started playing guitar was because of my stepdad and I was learning how to play like Led Zeppelin. And nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> and like like I don't know songs that like my stepdad would play that I don't even know the names of them but just like classic rock or whatever that genre is uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I'm trying to think oh and say anything say classic rock is a great foundation I feel like for learning how to play music from what I've been told and like yeah it's it's, it's fun and then you can kind of build upon it based off of as your taste change and everything yes for so, sure. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about kind of how Woolbright began and how everybody kind of started to meet? Um, Woolbright, we all were in bands previously, the four of us, and we all liked each other in those bands. <laughs> <laughs> and we became friends because of all these bands and that whole scene. Um, and yeah, pretty much I'm trying to think like for me, Woolbright started, I used to be in a different project before with another person. And then when that ended or around the time it was about to start to end, I was like, well, I have all this stuff like solo as some people might want to call it, whatever <laughs> just music I've written that I wanted to make full band. Cause I've always wanted, cause the project I was in before was like an acoustic project, not so much, you know, full band. And um, yeah, so I just really wanted to do that. And I loved I love, you know, John, Gabe, and Josue, the other members of the band. I love them and them as musicians, and it was just perfect. I'm like, hey, do you guys want to do this? Like, jam these songs? Like, really, like, easy going, and that's kind of how it started. And we met through the scene, so it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. It's great when you connect with um... – people that you respect as musicians in that sense, you feel connected to them. And there's a lot of trust, I feel like at that point, when you're starting yeah. to write and share your music, especially, you know, you mentioned that you were originally had like solo music that you've kind of transformed into the full band and everything. Yes. How did it yeah. feel going through that process of like building upon that? It was amazing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like, cause I don't know. I had always envisioned certain parts in those songs that weren't that I couldn't write like I you know like I didn't know I don't know how to play drums like I could I have a, a, maybe an idea was that a pup that a yeah it was a pup <laughs> she's got a squeaker <laughs> in her mouth she literally just laid down and cried at me and then <laughs> I just Aww. like was like okay <laughs> Aww, I'll make sure you get to see her when we're done because she's hysterical because cool. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the look on you're like oh <laughs> But yes, um, what, what was I saying? 
You were talking about the parts that you okay. kind of envision. So I can envision like full band stuff. Like, yes. And they surpassed it like by far. They were just, when I heard their parts were like, I'd be playing the songs and I've been playing them for like a year, two years, three years at this point. Cause I've had them for a while and they would play on it. And I would just like start messing up because I'm like, that's amazing. I think they did. I was just like, this is amazing. And it just like accentuated certain songs and just made it into something I would have never have thought. And I don't know, it just, I'm still amazed, like, to this day, anytime I bring new music, I'll write, like, the skeleton of the songs, and then they, like, will kind of sparkle and put their things in, or, like, they'll, sometimes you write together, Mm -hmm. but it'll just, their minds are insane to me, (laughs) they take what I have and just meld it together, it's just really awesome, so. That's got to be so exciting as a songwriter. I'm sure the feeling is mutual for them, too. So you have one of the tightest fans, I think, in Florida, just the way that everybody plays together on stage, and the recordings are amazing. So I'm so glad to hear that's kind of how your process works. It's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Absolutely. Um, um, How would you kind of describe your sound? I always hate pigeonholing bands with, like, genres, but I always like to find out from your perspective how that came together like how we came up with the sound or like what genre we we go by um i guess a little bit of the genre description and then maybe how you kind of came together on that ah it's funny because we we describe ourselves like when we have to we Mm -hmm. in general like we all of us say like we don't like to put ourselves in a box we don't ever write a certain way we just do we're we're Mm -hmm. never going for a certain sound it just kind of we all write together and it sounds the way it sounds and that's our sound yeah and um, when it comes to genre, we just say indie emo because lyrically, and for me, when I write, I'm a very emotional person and I feel a lot. So I use emo in the sense of very emotional, <laughs> like maybe yeah. not, my chem, not my chem, you know, type of stuff, my chemical, <laughs> <laughs> which would be sick, but I don't typically write like that. <laughs> but I just, I feel, I feel a lot. So indie emo we go for because some parts are softer, other parts are really just kind of sad. So we're like, that's kind of what we'll go for with genre. (laughs) No, it makes sense because I mean, it's like definitely the lyrical content is there and even some of the stylistic bits of it. I mean, you do have your parts where it does get a little twinkly and then other parts where it's extremely heavy and stuff. So I love that you don't box yourself into one particular sound because even just listening to like Busy Bozzy, I always struggle to say it out loud. Busybody lazy bones. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> like, I mean, when I listen to that, I feel like you explore so much musically, each part even. Yeah. Well, we just kind of do it, you know? <laughs> so I, I appreciate it. Thank you for that. <laughs> because honestly, like, it's Josue. Josue sparkles on it. Gabe's, and Gabe and Jonna were in a band prior to Woolbright. So mm-hmm. they've had a lot of time together to really, they're just really tight and very connected. So they have their thing going on, and then Josue and I kind of vibe together. He just kind of sparkles on everything, and I don't know. It's it's fun. I don't know. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Yeah, it all comes together so awesome. So, I mean, I love what you're doing, and I love that record. It's so great. Um, How long did it take for you to record it? To record it, um, it took um, the actual... I think it only took, because of our schedules, we had to go in on certain days. I like totally kind of blanked out on that because it's been a while. It hasn't been a while. It has been a while. We released it in August. Yeah. Had recorded it of January of last year. Mm -hmm. That was a long period of time. I know we had started recording in January. I remember it was cold when we went. Um, In Miami cold. So it was like 70 degrees outside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we recorded drums first and then we did we did scratch guitars then drums and then we did no I think Gabe did it Gabe's a beast I think he didn't even use scratch guitars for some songs it was wild oh wow um, he's insane <laughs> <laughs> I believe it <laughs> um, yes it took a few months only because of our scheduling and the person who recorded us his scheduling yeah yeah, but I think everything was pretty much done for each of us was done in like a day or two days, but it just took a few, like several months to get it all. Yeah, you have yeah. to do bits at a time. Like every part has to be done, and I, yeah, makes sense to me. Awesome. Um, 
And what was your, how would you kind of describe your overall experience putting together the record itself? I mean, you obviously had the writing process and the lyrics and all of that, but what was it like for you to kind of just see it all come together? Seeing it all come together was very therapeutic, actually. Yes. It was something like that I need to express like lyrically and emotionally and just in ways like that I just needed to present to like the universe type of thing. Mm-hmm. When it came out, in just like hearing it I was actually sometimes I'll listen to it like I've listened to it like a couple weeks ago and I'm like I can't believe that's us like I can't believe we've we've done that we put out a a piece of art together and um it's really cool just thinking about that and like hearing it so it's it's kind of surreal um so yeah that's that's how I you know (laughs) (laughs) no that's awesome I love it like I feel like it's always it is surreal yeah (laughs) From what I hear from so many musicians who you get really excited about putting it together then finally having it exposed to folks. Um, what's kind of the reaction been like? Do you feel like for the folks who have been following you, do people seem like really excited about the music? I know I am. Thank you. Um, we actually, um, words are hard. I'm trying to think because my phone's being too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the, how people received it. Yeah. Um, I think that it, I'm like shocked. People are very receiving it pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I'll, I'll have people that like I've never even met before. I could think what, when it really hit me was when we played our last tour in February. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it was 10 days. We played in Tennessee um, at this place called The End. And there was someone like just singing lyrics that I had never met before. And I'm like, that is insane. I don't know you at all. And this is really cool and very humbling and really sweet. And that happens too, where like, I'm starting instead of my friends, it's like other people that I don't know. And yeah. I've never, never introduced themselves to me. I've never met them before. I'm pretty good at recognizing faces and stuff like that. And I'm just like shocked. That, like people that I, that are not my friends are like listening and no lyrics and like, it has touched them and like seeing some reviews online of how like it's helped people, which is like all I could ever ask for. Like when I when I write or put any music out, that I, I, that's the only thing I could ever ask for is that it helps someone in any way, that someone can relate in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like seeing people react that way has been such a blessing. And so I, I think that it's been received well, just by those two, those couple of things. Absolutely. It's pretty <laughs> That's gotta be, that's gotta be such a great feeling. And I feel like people, especially me, I feel like I can connect to your music so much because it's so um, emotionally explorative. Like you talk a lot about heavy things like depression and kind of the experiences and emotions that even just surround that and stuff. And um, I found it particularly interesting listening to kind of the commentary series I found through Level to the Room, where you were talking about those specific songs. That was so cool. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I would say it was, this is the one that's like all, I comment on every single song, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That pretty much Chris, Chris, the person, one of the dads of Wilmed Records, mm-hmm. you, you know, your stuff's very, you know, obviously, you know, if you're okay with it, like, I think it'd be really cool if you did a commentary on, like, I would absolutely love nothing more than to explain what some of these songs are about, especially because I have, like, a lot of race, like, purpose behind them. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much, like, how it went about. And then we went to his brother's house in Miami, and we recorded it, and it was cool. <laughs> did they kind of just and, ask um, you questions and stuff? I don't know. Like, it was yeah, they pretty much what they did because I, I think I played guitar. Wow, it just feels like forever ago. Okay, um, I played guitar like on acoustic, like little versions of it in the background that we recorded there, and then I just kind of talked about the song. They didn't ask me any questions. Okay, I just talked about it. That's what the whole commentary is about. It's just they don't even they didn't ask me anything. I don't think I don't think I had any like interview type of thing. It was just go ahead and say what you want. I'm like I. Oh, I will <laughs> just go ahead and do that so damn well I'm even that much more impressed because I know sometimes for me I feel like I have to be prompted when it comes to these things and for you to just kind of yeah. open up and start talking about all that that just is so impressive to me and like not only do I am I impressed by the music itself but just the way that you talk about it is so great 
And I feel like I learned so much about, you know, to some extent you personally and the music in your process with it. So that's so neat. Thank you. I, I was actually really nervous about that, like coming out because I kind of ramble on a bit and sometimes they words are hard for me like in the moment like oh, I'm on the spot I'm like ah, what do I say <laughs> how do I speak without like sounding like an idiot <laughs> so I appreciate that so thank you absolutely you sound great right now so it's, it's been great <laughs> you're good you're very good at talking <laughs> <laughs> likewise thank you. so um do you have a favorite song that you enjoyed writing on um on the most recent record or maybe like a favorite one that you like to play live favorite one that i like to play live oh man my favorite one to play live is i think i'm gonna go with what's gonna be i think that's probably my favorite yeah and i look forward to playing it like i I like forward to singing it and playing it like it's, it's really fun there's like a whole little part where like I don't know we wrote that's one of the songs that we actually wrote together like I had the first half and then we just start that we sat down and we wrote parts together instead of me bringing like a skeleton and I think that kind of shows because it is a little bit different from the other songs that are on there yeah um, yeah we don't and we also don't play it often mm-hmm. like ever really but I really love playing spine a lot I love that one too that's such thank a great song <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah, I would say probably Spine and Clean are some of my favorites, just because I love how much you unpack emotionally, like the concept of resiliency. I think feel like, I feel like a lot of people just kind of start with that concept and leave it at that. But um, can you kind of talk about writing that song clean? And um, I feel like there's just a range of emotions that you kind of bring out with that song. Yeah. Um, when I wrote Clean... I know it was a long time ago. I think when I wrote Clean, I was still in a different project. And I was, I think I was going to use that for that other project. And I didn't. Um, Which I'm glad I didn't. Because now I can continue playing it. Mm -hmm. And it's reached a bigger audience, which is good. Um, I wrote it. It was something new. I remember playing it and being like, okay, this is definitely something new for me. I haven't written something like this before. And I don't know, I was just feeling a lot. And, um, you know, I do, I, I struggle a lot with like depression and stuff like that. And sometimes I have these moments where I can sit down and write, like, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I can write like a story about it rather mm-hmm. than like, it's like a feeling. Cause the whole thing is like, you know, like a, it's a, I don't, to me, it feels like a script, like how, how it's written. Um, where like I'm not in quicksand or anything like that but it's just like what I use like metaphors and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I typically don't I'm pretty straightforward I feel when I write lyrics and that was like the first one where it like came out it just came out that way Mm -hmm. up and down the time like I'm like really like extreme highs extreme lows extreme highs extreme lows and sometimes I just feel so like away I'm just like am I at what point am I good at what point am I like okay like at what point is this does any of this matter like type of stuff and that's kind of just how I felt writing that song um lyrically at least and um yeah it's weird it's like thinking about it like I don't ever sometimes you get into like the routine when you like when you write songs and you're and you're thinking about lyrics sometimes I have I can't think about my lyrics sometimes when I when I play I can't because I'll start crying there are times like the last show in Gramps Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone caught that um air is definitely a big one that's about like depression and stuff like that and I remember talking about it before we played it and I just like if I think too much about it or if I feel too much of it I it just I literally was crying on stage I don't think anyone noticed (laughs) but like clean is also one of those songs they're all those songs like yeah um and yeah so that's kind of the process that I felt doing that like we're the writing that so yeah I think it's beautiful that you expose so much of yourself not only in the music as you're writing it and creating it but on stage too I feel like um I love the messages that you put out there as well and you always seem like you're very passionate about it 
um, about taking care of yourself, everything from like writing out your feelings to um, staying hydrated and stuff. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I always feel very um, empowered walking away from your set. Is that intentional? Um, it's not. And thank you for sharing that because that's freaking awesome. And I'm really glad that that's a way that you feel because I can only, I, I, you know, I can only express how I people feel, right? And I and be myself and just put out positive energy or at least, you know, I'd be as genuine as I can. Not be as genuine as I just be who I am. It would like, and if I feel empowered by that, just do their thing and they're being freaking powerful beings and doing their thing. That's freaking awesome. And that brings me so much joy. <laughs> um, Cause I don't know that that's not intentional, but I'm really glad that that's a thing that's happened. <laughs> totally. And I know I'm not the only so, one. Like I look at everybody around me and everybody's just like, you can tell that everybody walks away just feeling good and feeling stronger. Right. And I feel like that's because you've accomplished that for, it seems like for yourself through music. And I think that's contagious. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful every time I get to see you play. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Freaking awesome. I don't know like how to react to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, to kind of switch gears, you know, um, you, there are a lot of really great scenes here in Florida between the one that you're involved in in South Florida and you've obviously gotten to tour around and stuff, but, um, yeah. How, how do you feel about the Florida scene? And do you have any like favorite places to play? Florida scene. Um, it's funny because when we first started going on tour, just like leaving the area, you know, South Florida, I realized like some scenes, I know we're kind of struggling down here because of venues. Mm -hmm. It's like it's starting to get better and people are able to we're starting to play shows and stuff like that at other venues. And, you know, we're making it happen since the town farm closed down like a few years ago and we've still been kind of recovering from that I feel and um and I think we've been we have been recovering we've been doing good we've been, we've been chugging along then you know what you can t see that everyone's still like hungry to like ha make this happen you know that we all have a common goal here just like to share you know in music and um <laughs> and <laughs> and um yeah so sometimes you'd go out of state or anywhere and be like wow like you can see like these group of kids are really passionate about what they're doing but you can also tell that like some places it's it's a little rough it's a rough out there you know it's it's hard to have diy spots it's hard to have just diy spots it's not easy unless you're playing at like a bar or something and they want you to pay to you know it's hard it's are you playing at a bar and you got a bunch of people that don't give a crap about what you're doing and some people can't even get in because they got, you know, 21 up, you know, and it's hard. But I think my, you asked my favorite scenes, right? So yeah. My, honestly, like, I, I love Gainesville scene. I love Tallahassee scene. The Tampa scene, like the St. Petersburg, we, we played a show at Lucky You and it was like awesome. Like, I just, I really, the Florida scene, Orlando scene, like, this, the places we've played are in Florida have just been awesome. I don't think we've ever played, you know, everyone has shows that, it, you know, here and there, like, you know, it doesn't, it's just, it, it's, it's a gamble, the whole gamble. And I don't know, I just, the Tallahassee scene is really supportive. Gainesville scene is really supportive. Um, I will say every time we've played Gainesville, it's popped off and it's been a killer time. <laughs> <laughs> so, heck yeah. That's that. awesome. I yeah. mean, that, that's one of the things I love about, you know, going to shows throughout Florida and stuff. It feels like everywhere you go, every, there's like, we may be in different areas of the state, but like everybody just kind of gets it. It seems like about supporting local bands and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I'm so happy to hear that you feel that way too. Cause like, I got really excited when you played that St. Pete show. That was such a great, great yeah. time. Oh, I love it. So yeah. come please come back and do that again soon. <laughs> Yes, for sure. It's funny. I feel like sometimes we try to stay away. I don't know why we don't play more often there. Mm -hmm. I think it's because we thought we couldn't play ever since Goat House. Yeah. Like, but there's Lucky You. So yeah. Other venues as well, but we just don't know. So yeah. I don't know. There's, so, there's a bunch of them. Like all the record stores have kind of become venues throughout Tampa Bay. So that's really fun for like that's DIY awesome. and all that stuff. But yeah, Lucky You is definitely the best, the best one, I think. But. Heck yeah. They were cool. 
Yeah. Um, what are some bands that you get really excited about? Maybe like some that are local and maybe some of like different levels that you kind of just like, yeah, I love this band and what they're doing. Oh, bands that I love what they're doing. Uh, winded. I'm just mm. going to winded period point blank. <laughs> Gouge away period point blank. Um, <laughs> insignificant other. Um, I really also love this band. I don't know what's going on with them, but this band called Pathos Pathos. They're from Orlando. And they yeah. just are, yes, I, I love them. Kinder Than Wolves. They're awesome. Um, there's a, there's, I know there's another one that I'm just like obsessed with. Um, I think, oh, Illuminae. I love Illuminae. I yeah. absolutely love them. Yes, and Zeta, and Expert Timing. There's so many. I'm like sitting there, <laughs> I'm like, oh, and it's like coming off like, I just, there's so many awesome bands. But winded, winded particularly. Like every time I see Thrin play, I like I cry. <laughs> like it's, I'm crying like the whole time. Like full band. I just got to recently experience full band winded, mm-hmm. and I was just blown away. <laughs> I love it. I haven't seen them live yet, but that sounds amazing. So yeah. I'm gonna definitely have to make that a priority. But yes. yeah, that's that's the fun part is like you can talk about bands and just be like, I'm really excited about so many. I feel like. I do the same thing as you. It's like, I think of one and then I think of like a dozen after that. And I'm like, yes. these are incredible people doing awesome things. So I love it. Yes, yes. absolutely. Well, <laughs> you've been involved in DIY for some time, but um, what advice would you give to somebody who's looking to kind of involve themselves in music? At all? Like in the scene or just playing? I would say both would be useful to find out from you. <laughs> um, when it comes to playing... Um, I say just do it, you know, and sometimes it's like not easy to do, but like, and I know instruments can be expensive, but mm-hmm. I start, I literally started to sing when I was 17 or 18, like openly to anyone. I'm 25 now. And I was so of doing it. And then I, what I would do, I would go on YouTube and I would just do like scales. And then like I had a theater teacher, you know, when I looked on a play once like my senior year and like we went through scales and stuff. But even then before that, I like watched a a bunch of YouTube videos and I just kept seeing which ones would be good to um, like the best ones that like seemed credible that I could do just like go through runs and stuff and I would find songs that I liked and I would just keep singing them keep singing them I don't how should I do this keep singing them like just practice and practice and practice it's all I did was practice same thing with guitar. I practice every single freaking day. I would just go in my parents' garage and play. Like I just, it's all I would do. And um, I was lucky where I was gifted a guitar. I was gifted my a guitar when I was nine, when that's when I started officially like playing. And I was not enough. Um, but, you know, I guarantee you, if you have friends that are musicians, they will let you borrow their stuff. I'm sure they have like an extra something, maybe not like their pride and joy, but I'm sure they have like an extra little thing that like they start off with a Yamaha or you can go on Craigslist, but you gotta be careful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) or Guitar Center, their, their sale, their, um, they're not their sale rack. Yeah, they have a whole section. I forget what it's called, but they have a whole section where it's used. There's the word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> used section. That's awesome. And a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the time they'll like mark it down wrong. Like I got a eight hundred dollar semi hollow for like five hundred. I know it's still like kind of steep. But you can find guitar under a hundred dollars there for sure. What's up? That's still a deal. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. You can get like a baby um the little mini squires, the mm. strats. Um I say just do it and go on YouTube and look at a bunch of videos. And now there's so many like eBooks and things like that, that you can just do that for really inexpensive. Ask your friends or just start a band. Just do it. Just do it. It's just getting over the fear of doing it. You know what I mean? Um, when it comes to DIY, DIY, I just, you know, if you have friends or you see someone, just start going to shows and asking around. Most of the time people are really excited about new faces in DIY. It's been the same people forever and we're, which everyone's stoked on, but new faces are also incredible because I mean, just we're growing. And um, the more you can share and the more, yeah, the more you can share, the better, you know? And um, the bigger the community, the better. And I would just Facebook, you know, you can go on, you can look up pretty much any city in the U.S., I'm sure, 
from what I know of, because that's what I've done for like some of the last tours that like kind of fell through last minute. You look up like Chattanooga DIY or mm-hmm. I don't know if there's one for, there's a South Florida DIY. I'm pretty yeah. sure. The South Florida music scene. I'm sure there's like a Tampa DIY. Yep. Um, definitely Gainesville DIY, like out of state, like there's an Athens DIY for Georgia. Like look up those band or like I'm interested and people will be receptive to that. So yeah, you'd be surprised. People think, you know, people are, I feel like people have like a good heart. Like it just is that way. And if you allow people to, to help you, they'll try to, you gotta ask for it. You gotta ask for it. And you'd be surprised how kind people are. <laughs> Definitely agree with that. Yeah, I feel like once I started kind of opening myself up to the DIY scene a couple years ago, it's like, it was, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, people in Florida started to get really receptive, like the moment that you kind of just say, hey, I'm interested in being involved or being around. Yeah. It's so awesome in that sense. And I'm sure that like most scenes from what we've both encountered anyhow are pretty much like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to... I'm going to throw a question at you that's always really fun. Um, if you could pick to play with any three bands, they can be currently active or you can bring them back from the dead, who would they be? Uh, um, frick. Okay. For sure. Sure, Incubus. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. For sure, Incubus. I feel like that's a little left out of left field, but not really. <laughs> Incubus, there's so many bands though. Oh man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Incubus, and there's this new band I've been listening to that I've been very obsessed with. They're not a new band, but uh, Big Thief, I believe is okay. the name. I think I've um, heard of them, yeah. They're really good. They like remind me of like a like a band that you'd hear like some of their parts are like in the seventies. I feel like you actually really like them a lot. Yeah. Um, I'll send you some song. I'll send you a link. To, oh to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever. I'm just gonna say it. And in Paramore, I would love to play with Paramore. Hell yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, Paramore's been bringing more of like mid-level DIY bands. It seems like on either tours or like oh. they did. I think, Parahoy just had like me without you on there. I realize they're like sizable, but still I'm like, I feel like it's totally attainable for like an indie band to be able to play with Paramore now. So now, now also played that uh, Parahoy and me without you. I know that she has been a big fan because I follow her. She's been a yeah, big yeah. fan of um, the vocal, like they're like friends and stuff like that. And that's like really cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that she still has a hand in like, it seems like the indie and the punk and like the, the ones that aren't on like major labels and stuff. So I mean, yeah. I always like to ask that question because it's like, whenever I hear the band's responses, I'm always just like, okay, this is exciting and totally attainable for you. So yeah. <laughs> I, I send all the vibes into the universe for this to happen. So thanks <laughs> that you get to play with Paramore. Who fucking knows? You could probably pull off Incubus somehow. Like, <laughs> that could happen. That could be hysterical, but it would be, but it could happen. I never yeah. rule shit out. I've, I feel like I see some of these tour lineups sometimes. I'm like, how the, how the hell did that happen? But yes. awesome. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of which, um, what are some goals that you might have or things you want to do with Woolbright over maybe like the next year? Next year, um, writing, which is what we're doing. I want to put out a record, like another record. Um, but I want it, we've already started writing. We have like quite a few songs actually. And I just really want to push this one to like the next level type of stuff. Um, I really want to get, I want to get on like some type of tour support for like a bigger band. Um, and maybe play some like really cool live sessions. Like I really would love to like, just go out there and like play like even like a little elephant or like an audio tree or something like that. So that put out some new music, make some new friends, um, do a big tour, like, or like at least a mid-level tour, you know? And yeah, those are pretty much like goals for like the next year, like that we've been working towards. That's awesome. That's all sounds like so much fun too, being able to get on the road, be able to get more music out. And yes. Those live sessions always look like so much fun too. I'm like, I have this idea in my head that I want to, uh, I want to start my own live session, but I would like, okay, this is gonna sound crazy. 
I want to partner with like an animal shelter so that way you can play like acoustic with like puppies and kittens and stuff. That sounds like, amazing. Animals and just like that way it's like, oh, you can adopt this animal that was like just crawling all over Candace while she's trying to play music kind of thing. I love it. No, that, that's honestly, you should do it. You should look into just doing it. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I can like get it together to make that happen. I know a couple of like really good like local videographers. We'll have to see if we can get this shit to happen because I was just like, that, that's like my dream live session is to involve animals somehow and just make it really goofy and fun. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's very possible. I think you can do it. You can be my first one, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go in there. I got to take a bunch of Zyrtec before, but I'll do it. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah. um, that's pretty much it for my questions, but where can everybody keep up with Woolbright on the internet? Keep up with Woolbright. Um, I post a lot on Instagram. I do a lot of, I'll do like stories here and there. Um, I do post a lot on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook. I do. I try to keep up to date with Facebook. Um, so yeah, you can keep posting with us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then we also have music on Spotify and on Bandcamp and all of our social media. You can find us on Woolbright FL. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody's going to have to make sure that they buy some music and make sure they follow you because I really love following you. So <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm pretty sure everybody will. So yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Candace. That was fun. You're better off at a distance I've compromised my health and need to resist this You had your motives and I had mine yeah. I'm heavy hearted when you cross my
so much to Candace for taking the time to chat with me about all things Woolbright and the personal aspects of her music. Keep an eye out for upcoming summer tour dates and be sure to check out their live sessions with New Freedom Studios available on YouTube and all over Woolbright social media. That's it for this week, but you can keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and more. Pretty much anywhere you can stream podcasts now. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, run publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. It's ours. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Until next time, stay angry, and listen to some Woolbright.